This is Revive Zoe Church's podcast, where we will equip you to rise to your God-given purpose. Thank you for tuning in to us today. My name is Luis Torres, pastor of Revive Zoe Church. And today we're going to continue the series, Jesus in My Image. The other day, we were at my house, me and my family, and my wife was there. My, my kid, Raphael, was started to cry, and he started to cry a lot. And, and as, as, as we were watching TV, we were watching something that he didn't want to watch. So as that was happening, my wife says, Luis, go get the remote. And the remote is an Apple TV remote. If you know what an Apple TV remote is, you know that it is small. Well, she said, go find it. And I was looking all over the place, and I could not find it. I really couldn't find it, and, and she says, go, it's in the, in the white area, in the white cabinet. So I start going to the white cabinet, and I'm, I'm going crazy. I'm like, man, where is this thing? I can't find it. And, and she says, Luis, it's there. I know it's there. I'm like, man, no, it's not. I am looking for this, and I really cannot find it. And, and, and she says, Luis, don't make me get up. And I'm like, man, come on. Let, I, I got this. I got this. I, I, I'm going to find it. And I kept looking, and I could not find it at all and, and she's like she's like okay I'm coming she comes she gets up and she looks for like two seconds and finds the remote and she says you see it was there and I was like ah I can't believe it was there I was looking so hard it turns out that it was there all along the title of this message is it was there all along today we're going to be talking from second Corinthians 4 3.16, or 3 to 6. We're going to be talking from 2 Corinthians 4, 3 to 6. And this is what it says. And if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the, blinds, the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For, the, for what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as the servants of Jesus for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light, let light shine out of darkness, made the light shine in our hearts, to give us the light of knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. You see this, 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 you see this scripture is written by the Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul, he's writing to the Corinthians. This is a second letter to them. One of the major themes of this is, in, is that we must trust in the power of God and not in our strengths. And then he goes in, in, in the previous chapter, and he talks about Moses. And I'm going to go there really fast on 2 Corinthians 3. 13 to 18. And look what it says. I want to show you something because this is the context of this story. It says, we're not like Moses who would put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull for to this day the veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only, check this out, only in Christ the veil is taken away. That is good news. That is awesome. It's awesome to know that only in Christ that veil is can be taken off 
For example, you see that Moses, uh, when he came down from, from the mountain, when he was in the presence of God, he would put a veil over himself. So the, for the light and the, and the brightness of the, of the glory of God that shone upon his face, it, so, so nobody could see that. And that's the veil that it's talking about in this scenario. So you see that, that Paul is saying that in, 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 the, in, in 2 Corinthians 4, he says that, that the enemy, the devil, he puts blinds on people so people cannot see the light of the gospel. You see, friends, that's the number one thing that happens that when, whenever people cannot see Jesus in their image that he was meant to be seen. It, and the reason is because the enemy blinds people to be able to see Jesus for who he is. And also, according to what the scriptures say. So the enemy blinds people. Think about this. Think about this, guys. Jesus died at the cross. He resurrected to give us life and, and gave us that power and he give us eternal life. And we await his second coming. Right? That, that's the gospel, in essence, in, in short term. Well, the enemy wants to do something for people to not see that. What better, can, what better thing can he do? than to blind people from seeing what God and what Jesus did for them. Because Jesus loves you. And if you're hearing this, this for the first time, I want to tell you, Jesus died at the cross for you. Jesus died and resurrected at the third day. And it's coming back for you and I, the church. One day in that glorious day is going to be awesome. You see, friends, those are real good news so the enemy has these tactics and these tactics can make us blind um as you see uh time okay pa uh, no don't pause it don't pause it don't pause it Action. I'm going to continue. Okay. And the enemy has these tactics that he has that 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 he uses to blind people from seeing the light of the gospel and the glory of Jesus. And that is, for example, many people are blind, blinded by their traditions. Oh, I grew up in this certain way, so this is the way I grew up, so this is what I'm going to continue to do because traditionally my family is this or my family worships like this or we be belong to this denomination. Number two, religion. A lot of times people are turned off to the gospel because they see religion instead of seeing the light because the enemy puts that blind on, in, in their eyes, that veil in their eyes. Another thing is false teachings. There can be so many false teachings and false doctrines, doctrines of Satan that, that leak through the church. And people hear those things and they believe something wrong and the enemy then put a veil in their eyes. Another thing can be their sins. You know, yes, Jesus died at the cross to forgive our sins, but many people still deal with some sins that limit them and they cannot see Jesus in the image that he is to be portrayed in. And the next thing is, for example, many people believe that following Jesus is too much of a price because it takes denying yourself, taking your cross, and following him.
and other people. I'm telling you all these tactics of the enemy, what he whispers in people's ears that puts blindfolds in their eyes. And many people think, oh, church, they're a whole bunch of hypocrites. There are a whole bunch of hypocritical people there. I don't want to go to church. They're all hypocrites. You see, I know you've heard this before. And if you have, that's a lie of the enemy. Because none of us are perfect. The only one that's perfect is Jesus. Don't let that be an excuse to blind you from God. The next thing could be churches, they're, all they talk about is money. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because many people hear, the, hear this and, and, and have heard and have gone to a church or they have heard from somebody else, oh, churches, all they want is your money. And that is not true. That is not true. Some churches might do that. I don't know. But personally, this church revives the way. We're not about money. We're about people's lives being transformed. We're about people and their lives being transformed and their lives being revived through a relationship with Jesus. That's what we're about, if you ask me. So you see, that's a lie of the enemy that blinds people. You see, these are all, th all and these are just some of the things that blind people. Can you imagine what else people are going through that, or, or whatever situation the enemy lies to them about that blinds people from seeing the truth of the gospel? It's crazy. It's crazy. And that's, and that's in general, right? That's in general speaking. You see, this word, uh, apistos, for unbeliever that was used in that scripture in Greek, look what it means. It means not faithful because unpersuaded, not convinced, faithless, does not always refer to unconverted people. So what this is saying is that it's not always referring to people that are not believers. It can be also people that are Christians that have some blinds and blind spots as well. For example, you see that uh, the, an unbeliever is described as someone who rejects Jesus. And an unbeliever is a person characterized by the lack of trust in Jesus and disobedience in his revealed way of life. So pretty much you could be a Christian and not be obeying Jesus and, and, you, might, and you might be blinded in some way, in some form. So pretty much you can be a, a Christian and, and, and you might not have your trust fully put on Jesus in this specific area. And, you're and you might be blinded. And, and the enemy might have you blind in that specific area. For example, you have family. You're like, Jesus, I'll give you everything, but don't touch my family. Or, or you might be saying, Jesus, I'll give you everything, but don't touch my finances. My finances are mine. Or you, might, or you might be saying, Jesus, I give you all of this, but don't touch my marriage. I'm trying to work that out myself. I'm trying to keep doing this thing on the side and continue to doing this. And you see, friends, it doesn't work like that. All that is doing is hindering you from what God wants to do. All that is doing is making you blind. All it's doing is make, giving you a blind spot. And the enemy is having a foothold on you. You see, also in disobeying, for example, we know that God is real, that Jesus is alive, and the Holy Spirit still speaks 
through the scripture and through his spirit to us today. So if he tells you something and you're not walking in that something that he tells you, for example, it could be that he told you, oh, I'm gonna, I called you to be an evangelist. And you haven't taken steps of consecration. And then you haven't taken steps to, to walk in that. Then you're being disobe- disobedient. And the enemy has a blindfold. Maybe God called you to be a worship leader. Maybe God called you to be a businessman that represents Christ anywhere that they are. But you're not walking in that because for X or Y reason, I don't know what it is. But what I can tell you is that the enemy has you blinded. He has you blinded and you cannot see the wholeness and the whole picture of who Jesus is. This perfect story is illustrated by the story of Paul. Paul, as as you all know, he was a persecutor of the church. Paul persecuted the church. Paul, he, he, he killed Christians. Paul's mission in life, or actually Saul's mission in life, was to do away with the way, which was what it was called, the Christians was called, that movement was called back in the day. He wanted to do away. He thought it was a heresy. So he was persecuting Jesus and persecuting the church and killed many. He was the one that's responsible for killing Stephen. And that he was on his way to Damascus. And as he is on his way to Damascus, he is there. He is on his way. And Jesus appears to him. Think about it. He was blind. All this time, he thought he could see. But he was blind. And Jesus shows up and his light is so strong that he actually goes blind for some time. Because the light of the glory of of Jesus was so strong. And so he goes and and Jesus appears to him. And he encounters him and his life was never the same. Then days later, Ananias appears to him. And his eyes are open. And he could see, and the Bible says that veils fell the veil fell from his eyes and he could see that what he was doing was wrong and he could see that Jesus and the way was the right way you see friends you could also see this in another method for example um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have this I'm gonna have this blindfold and this blindfold is right here you can see that I'm gonna put it on my eyes I'm gonna put it on my eyes And right now, I really cannot see anything. I'm blind. I cannot see. If you were even uh, able to put something in my eyes right now, like a light, if light was on my eye right now, like, 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 like I'm getting right now, if that light was there, right now, all I see is pitch black. And that's a good illustration of what can happen to people. People might be walking and and wandering in life. And Jesus himself might be appearing to him. And they're blinded and they can't see. Oh, but don't get me wrong. Think about this. What we just read says, what we just read says, that the veil comes off only in Jesus Christ. 
that that you cannot that that you maybe can be be able to be blind for some time that you that you may not be able to see because the enemy has you blind but in Jesus Christ the veil comes off so friends right there where you are if anything ministered to your heart, if it was that you don't believe this specific thing of the Bible, if it is that you, some of these thoughts were confronted how the enemy lies to people, if it's even that you might consider yourself a non-believer or an atheist, allow Jesus, allow Jesus to take the veil off today. That way your life can be transformed completely. You see in the scripture, like I mentioned earlier, Paul. Paul's life was changed. He was a persecutor of Christians. And then he became the most radical Christian, almost in the New Testament. And he became the one that preached the gospel to the Gentiles and did so many missionary works. And not only that, his heart felt peace for once. His heart was overwhelmed for, for once because the fullness of the Holy Spirit dwelt inside of him. You see, friends, in 2 Corinthians 3.16, look what it says. 2 Corinthians 3.16. It says, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Man, that's good news. Man, that's good news. This reminds me of a story of an elephant, a baby elephant, and how they train baby elephants in the circuses. What they do is they get a baby elephant, and they tie them to the mom. And the baby elephant grows up all his life tied to the mom, and they get to the elephant to think, the baby elephant to think that he always has a chain. Eventually, they take the chain off, and the baby elephant stays next to the mom. You see, friends, Jesus has made you free. This scripture says that the veil is taken away for those who turn to the Lord. The scripture says that now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So I don't know what you're struggling with today. I don't know if you're struggling with pornography. I don't know if you're, if you're struggling with your thoughts. I don't know if you're struggling with, with giving. I don't know what you're struggling with. But what I can tell you is, give it to Jesus and, and turn to the Lord so he can take that veil off so you can see and so you can be set free. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Man, that's so good. You see, friends, Jesus is there. And Jesus was there, friends, all along. Jesus was there, and Jesus is there, and Jesus has set you free. You just got to walk in obedience. You got to walk surrendering your life completely to the lordship of him 
And you will see that those things that you're struggling with, that you'll see that that tobacco that you're struggling with, and that you'll see that those addictions that you're struggling with, they will fall off because then where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. It's freedom. And you're free. And I want to pray for you right there where you are. Father, in Jesus' name I pray, Lord, for every person listening to this message. I pray, God, that, that the reality of the gospel transforms them. That the reality of the gospel, that the reality of, of the glory of Jesus takes the veil off as they surrender to you so they can see the glory of Christ. And so the addictions are broken. So they are free. Because you call them free today. And you've already paid the price for them to be free. Oh, Lord, I thank you for every person listening. And I pray, God, over any addiction. I, I pray, God, that, you, that, that, that as they surrender right there where they are listening to this message, as they surrender to you, that you start setting them free right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray.